0: What's up everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Connecting the Dots podcast. I am your host Jared aka Mr. Jarhead and today I want to talk to you guys about why I stopped using most social media. Uh, First thing I just want to disclaim real quick, I noticed when I did the little intro episode and also the update video on the Mr. Jarhead channel, the mic had a little bit of hum to it and so the thing was, I moved my setup about a month ago and I had my computer tower right here, like right next to probably not even a foot and a half away from where the mic was. I didn't really think before moving all that stuff that, oh yeah, the mic's probably going to pick up the loud ass noise from the fans and all that, and the vibrations that the computer sends running through the desk. And so... I rearranged stuff. I actually have a nice bookshelf there now that I got from Five Below, (laughs) and now I put the computer back underneath the desk, and I think the hum is gone, or at least sounds a lot better, so hopefully it does, but anyway, let's get into this. So let's get a couple disclaimers out of the way before I really dive into this. (laughs) So first of all... I just want to say that I don't think social media is, like, inherently evil or anything. I just think that personally, at least for myself speaking, I misused it for a long time. I think a lot of people misuse it, and that's not me judging. Obviously, like I said, I misused it for a long time. So, you know... Um, It would be pretty hypocritical for me to all of a sudden, now that I cut out social media in the last two months or whatever, to start preaching at people that they should do the same because they're wrong for using it the way they do. That's not the way I want to come across when I say this. It's just my personal opinion. It's not being used the best. Uh, Social media can be wonderful when you consume it mindfully and moderately and also use it like I'm trying to do. ...by spreading positive content. Like I said in the intro episode, the reason that I do this podcast is because I want to spread information primarily from all these books that I've read. Um, Not that I've read a lot, but also I've learned so much just from the few that I've read, and it just feels like such a waste not being able to tell people and share with them what I've learned. Because my real thing for when I started this podcast is I was reading one of these books, and... I was just like, oh my god, like, I love this so much. I want to talk to people about this. I want to tell them about it. And then I was like, that's it. I can do a podcast. Because it's kind of weird to just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, you should read this book. It's great. Like, especially when you know that those people don't really have a knack for reading or an interest in reading. So, but anyway, I'm getting a little sidetracked. So, um, yeah, again, I'm still on social media. That is why I quit Most social media, I didn't quit all social media, I quit most of it. I dropped the time down that I use on it dramatically, and for the time that I do still use it, I try to use it in a much more mindful, productive way positive way it's better to use it more mindfully rather than the times where I would just find myself just kind of scrolling mindlessly for hours when I'm trying to get a video done or something or literally do anything else of value with my life but instead I'm just sitting there refreshing Twitter refreshing Instagram refreshing Reddit over and over and over again and it's just all it does is kind of fuck with the stimulation in your brain, then your brain gets in this habit of having to be constantly stimulated by screens and by content, whatever. And I'll get more into that later. For me personally, I'm so much happier. I'm so much more stress-free. I, my attention span isn't as over the place, still working on it, but my attention span isn't all over the place like it used to be before. I feel like I just am able to focus a lot better nowadays Uh, The only platforms that I still use are Reddit, which even that I'm still trying to cut down my usage of. I actually just deleted it again from my phone last night. I kind of flip flop back and forth between keeping it on my phone, deleting it, keeping it, deleting it. So I'm really trying to stick to just having it gone. But the good news is apps like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they're completely gone from my phone the only way that I can access them is through the computer, which when I'm on the computer, I'm really only on there to do YouTube stuff. Even then, I hadn't touched Instagram as of this recording, I hadn't touched Instagram basically in like three months. Facebook, i am it's like a meme among my family how much I don't use Facebook, and then the rest of them are on Facebook. <laughs> I haven't touched Facebook since I was like 13. <laughs> I just completely deleted Facebook last night, actually, because I was just like, why am I still keeping this? I never use it. Like, I'm just getting rid of it. So I deleted that. I deleted Instagram entirely. They're just not doing anything for me. They're not adding any benefit or value to my life, or at least the cons outvalue the pros. And yeah, as I said, I still use Twitter, but the only reason that I still use Twitter is to update people on Mr. Jarhead content on promoting this podcast and just keeping in touch with my followers and friends and all that stuff. If I wasn't a content creator, put it this way. If I wasn't a content creator, I'd be the fuck off Twitter. That place is a fucking cesspool. (laughs) So let's get more into the reasons why I have dropped most social media. Number one, I was spending way too much time on it. Over the summer, I did a lot of work. I'm a landscaper, and we were working six, seven, eight days in a row, eight hours a day, blistering heat. So I would come home, I'd feel like shit, and I just... I, it would be really hard for me to find time to be productive doing all this YouTube stuff. And I would just kind of lay there like relaxing, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling when I'm sitting there like, you know, even if I'm not going to work on YouTube stuff, I could at the least read or the time that I do use on social media. Let's watch some videos mindfully and within 10, you know. So even though I was working a lot. I also, that wasn't the main reason why, or not that it wasn't the main reason why, but it wasn't the only reason why I wasn't getting done as much as what I wanted to do during the day. Because when I didn't come home, understandably, like I said, I felt like crap, but... That doesn't mean that I should have just wasted my time on social media because eventually when I learned to block it out a bit and I pushed myself, I did have more energy than I thought. And I was able to get more YouTube work done. So I'm just I'm really happy that I made that adjustment because now a lot of the hours in the day are spent actually doing the stuff that I want to do. We have such a misconception of how much time we don't have, quote unquote, that we end up just not doing what we really want to do. Because a lot of our time we don't realize is spent on social media. If you go on your phone and you check how many hours a day you're on it, I'll admit, usually my phone said I was on it for about five to seven hours a day. And then, when I'm not on my phone, I would be on the computer. And yeah, like I said, that's when I was more productive and I was doing more stuff. But that's five to seven hours where I could be doing more productive stuff. So... That's just the way I looked at it. Social media was eating up way too much time. And it also just got me way into the habit of, you know, as soon as you have any downtime whatsoever, like you're in a room with people and you're like waiting. Like, okay, here's a good example. So, me and my girlfriend play Mario Party a lot. And so, as soon as it's not my turn, the round's up. I pick up my phone, I start scrolling through whatever. Like, I want to kick that habit, and I've gotten better at it, but I want to kick that habit. Like, just be present. Enjoy the moment. Not as soon as your time doing whatever is up, you immediately pick up your phone and start scrolling for the next distraction until, or you start scrolling for a distraction until you have to actually do something again. Just be present with the people around you. Be present in what you're doing. And on top of that, just, if you have to wait, just practice sitting in silence. Just waiting. You don't have to constantly be stimulated. And I feel like that kind of just messed with my brain personally. And it was just weighing on my attention span. It was weighing on my work ethic. I wasn't able to focus as easily. I wasn't able to get as deep into my work. That's one of the big things that made me decide I'm done with a lot of social media time. It's just, it was cutting down on my productivity. I was spending way too much time on it and it was just it was really overstimulating my brain. As I said earlier, I still keep Twitter. But the funny thing is, when I talk about why I quit social media, Twitter is like the first thing that pops in my head. When I think social media and what's wrong with it and so bad about it, Twitter is like the first thing. It's just, you know, if you like Twitter, if you have fun on Twitter, that's great. For me personally, it's just a lot of people complaining and just way too many politics if I want my politics I'm gonna go somewhere that's not Twitter or not Facebook you know and even then I don't really like paying attention to politics anyway (laughs) and yeah like I said if I wasn't a content creator I would be gone from Twitter I would be done I would be out of there I'd be like if anybody wants to hit me up hit me up on discord other people you have my phone number just I want to be gone from it (laughs) finally and most importantly in my opinion and this is The big reason why I dropped a lot of social media is that it just fucks with our perception of reality in a lot of ways. It feels like everybody is just put under a microscope on social media for like intense criticism at all times. And even though I didn't post much personally to social media to begin with, it just always felt like because I was on social media so much and I was on Twitter and Instagram and Reddit in a way kind of like, observing other people consuming this content all the time it felt like obviously people could do the same thing to me people could it like it gave me this subconscious anxiety that people were constantly watching me and observing me and making thoughts and criticisms of me and granted I'm still on YouTube and this obviously but just by cutting out those other platforms that I spent so much time in a day on That subconscious anxiety of just being watched and judged at all times has really gone down for me, and that's why I was saying earlier, my stress is just, it's just been alleviated, and it just feels so nice to just get out of that social media trap. Also, if you hear yelling, that's my brother streaming in the other room. I kind of have to do this podcast now, so I couldn't wait for another time. (laughs) So sorry about that. And here's another point of our perception of other people getting screwed by social media. Now, this is something I got over long before I quit social media, but here we go. I'll admit, here's some authenticity for you. I... had plenty of times when I would see people on social media, when I would see fellow YouTubers and stuff start to blow up and get a lot more recognition, and I would get envious. Of course, first and foremost, I was happy. I really was. I've always been happy for the success of friends or acquaintances, friends of friends, that sort of thing. Like, I've always been happy for those people. But there was also always that part of me that's like it should be me (laughs) and the truth is like it's such a shitty way to think when you think that you deserve more when you see all these people on social media being successful and all you see of them is them being happy and quote-unquote winning you start to get this warped perception of them that they just get stuff handed to them and that they didn't earn anything that they have it's just like Because you don't see their struggle. I would be sitting there comparing my life, comparing my ups and downs, comparing how hard I work on my stuff. And then I see theirs, and all you see is the highlight reel. You don't see the struggle. You don't see the sleepless nights they have. You don't see all the effort and the stress that they've gone through to build up what they have to what it is today. And even just other facets of their life. Like, sometimes you just see... People on Instagram or on Twitter or whatever just posting about their lives and how happy they are. It can make, it can give like this warped perception of being like, why aren't I that happy? Why, why do they have all this stuff? Like, what, what's their secret? When in reality, you are just seeing the highlight reel of their lives. You are just seeing what they want you to see. That's just how social media is. They're not going to post about all that bullshit that they go through. I'm not going to post about all the bullshit that I go through. (laughs) It's just how it is. And you have to remember that. You have to keep that in mind when you're on social media. Because it's so easy to get caught into that trap of envy and jealousy. And all it does, it just divides people. And it just makes people bitter. When you're envious and when you're jealous like that, you're really... And this is, I'm talking about me. I'm kind of preaching to myself here. (laughs) It was like I was sending myself this subconscious message that they have something that I can't have. And by thinking that way, I was limiting myself. I was putting a glass ceiling over my head. And the reality is, you should be happy for other people because, number one, they're people. And everybody deserves to be happy. And number two, if you want some motivation, anything you see others doing, I promise you, you can do it too. Like I said, when you're envious and when you're jealous, you are just limiting yourself. When you feel that way, that is a confession of insecurity. It is a confession that you lack faith in yourself. It's a confession that you don't think you're good enough to get to where they want to be. And I know that because for so long, and I've always said how confident I am in myself, And how much I believe in myself. But then I would find myself thinking that way. When I would see other people attaining success. That I so desperately longed for. When you wish on the downfall of other people. When you see them succeeding. That is really just a confession of your own lack of faith in yourself. Because you would rather see people fall down to your level. Than push yourself to rise up and above theirs. Now really if you want to take it another step further, I think that we should just stop comparing ourselves, period. And I know that sounds like an impossible task. We're constantly comparing ourselves because it's just in our DNA to compare. It's just how humans are wired. It's like this survival instinct that we compare ourselves to each other. But what really just helped me out was learning to be grateful. Having gratitude is seriously, like, humanity's hidden superpower it's your ego that wants more and more and more and more and all you're ever going to be left wanting is more even when you have what you crave so much that other people have the success that they've attained and we live in a time where we're kind of fed this narrative where it's so hard to be happy and yes it can be so hard to be happy sometimes it really does sometimes feel like Why is it so hard just to be happy? Like, that's the main reason we should be here, right? We push this narrative of pursuing happiness. But the reality is that for me, I have found that I find the most happiness in just what is right in front of me. That's what gratitude is. It's recognizing what you have right in front of you is already enough. Because like I said, that's your ego that wants more and more and more. It just wants to consume and wants to feed. It just wants more. And it's greedy. That is kind of the selfish human nature. And to be able to recognize that and rise above it and be grateful and be content and be happy that what you have and what you are right now is more than enough, that changes everything. It completely changes everything. It makes you more loving, it makes you happier, puts more positive energy out into the world, and that's what we need more of. We need more positivity. And the really the thing is, when I do this stuff, I don't do it for numbers. If I did this for numbers, I would've quit YouTube a long fucking time ago. <laughs> I do this because it's fun. I do YouTube because it's fun. It doesn't matter how many subscribers I have. It doesn't matter how many comments or likes or whatever. I'm so very, very grateful for what I have. Like, it's insane the amount of support I have. I truly believe that. It's truly insane how much support I have. The number one thing is I'm already successful. People like to measure success in numbers. I'm already successful. Because I have so much fun and I love doing this so much. That's why I'm successful. The true success is having fun and just building a genuine connection with your audience. It's not about the quality or sorry. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. That's what it's always been about. That's what it should always be about. It's about having fun and it's about appreciating the simplicity and it's about appreciating Just how valuable what seems like little maybe to some people is so much to me. That is how you are successful. When you recognize this and you have gratitude. There is so much to be grateful for every day. And I remember I read in this book a couple months ago. I think it was The Gifts of Imperfection. And it was actually an excerpt from another book. And it was talking about, We wake up every day as soon as our feet touch the ground getting out of bed. We are already in this state of not enough. We're already like, oh, I'm so tired. I didn't get enough sleep. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I don't look good enough. Uh, Like, you could go on and on and on. And these are thoughts that I still have sometimes. But when you consciously make the decision to go, wait a sec... No, that's bullshit. Like, I am enough. Do I look the way that I would like to look? Maybe not, but you know what? I could look a whole fucking lot worse. (laughs) And on top of that, if I want to change the way I look, I can do that. I can lose however many pounds, and I can go to the gym three, four times a week and get in the shape I want to be. The fact is, I'm also just happy with the way I am. And that's what you have to recognize. And it's kind of a very narrow line that I'm still learning, or it's a very tight rope to walk that I'm still learning between just complacency and gratitude, like being grateful enough, but still having drive versus being too grateful, I guess, (laughs) and you lose your drive. So it's a very tight rope to walk that, like I said, I'm still learning. And I actually picked up this book called 10% Happier. I got it for Christmas. That I would like to read soon that can hopefully kind of shed some light on this because it talks about taming that anxious voice in your head and calming down while still keeping your edge and still staying driven even while at the same time being content with everything you have. Because like I said my main motivator when I do YouTube and when I do this it's not about numbers it's just that I have fun I love doing this so fucking much so 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 much. And I hope anybody else who does that or does this has fun for the same reasons that I do. And they enjoy it for the same reasons that I do. It's not about fame. It's not about numbers. So going back to the whole perception thing, I want to read a quick excerpt from this article called The Social Media Trap. I read this a couple months ago and some of the stuff that they said in there just really spoke to me. And I think they really put into words perfectly what I'm trying to get at here. We used to handwrite personal thoughts in our diaries. Even when we dropped our pens and spoke out loud, our thoughts never reached an audience bigger than the friends in our kitchen at Thanksgiving dinner. 24-7 access to social media has over-socialized us. Every action is criticized, every sentence is scrutinized, until soon, we get stuck in a prison of fear and risk aversion. Plus, the internet has a perfect memory. It only takes one tweet to end your career and permanently tarnish your Google search results. Like public relations professionals, we've become hyper-aware of how the masses will respond to everything we say and do. End With how the last two years have been, the last thing we need is more criticism, more hatred, and more division. And that is why I try to use social media in a positive way. Because it can be such a toxic... Horrible place, and I just hope that just me, just one person, I don't care how many people listen, as long as I am putting out my best effort to help people be happier, and to realize this, and eliminate their ego, and think above that. That's why I was preaching gratitude so much, because it's so true. That's all your ego, all your ego is, is greed, And selfishness. That's what it is when you want more money. And when you want, and obviously, sometimes you need money to provide for your family. That's, of course, that's different. But when you just want money for the sake of money and when you want subscribers for fame and whatever, it's just, it's ego. The best thing you can do is learn to be happy with what you have. It seriously has changed my life completely. And I'm so much happier. I'm not nearly as bitter. I'm just, I'm so happy and I'm so grateful. And I can't say it enough. And the fact that if you're still listening right now, I'm so grateful that you're still listening. It really means the world to me. And I hope that something I have said here today has sparked something in you or has clicked with you and makes sense. And hopefully you can apply it to your own life if you haven't already. So let's go over the benefits of what has happened since I cut down social media. I think I've pretty much gone over a lot of this already, but yeah, whatever. Let's just go over it again real quick then. So first of all, my productivity has skyrocketed. I dive into my work much quicker doing YouTube or reading or just doing anything. I don't have as much distractions. My thoughts aren't running so rampant. I'm just... Much more, and this is another thing, I'm just much more present and I'm much more in the moment. And that is something that I'm so grateful for. Mindfulness is something that I've really been trying to practice for the last two or three months. And making that mental shift has been absolutely crucial for my happiness. And it's been absolutely huge. It's paid dividends. The most beautiful thing you can do is center your mind and allow yourself to be present and appreciate what you have right in front of you. The past is over and it's done with. All you can do now is learn from it. A loss is not a loss if you take a lesson from it. There's always something to be learned from every bad situation. And as for the present, it's not here yet. Or as for the future, sorry, it's not here yet. So really, all you can do, you can stress over it, you can be anxious about it, but there's nothing to be anxious about as long as what you value doing today lines up with your values. There is a quote, and I love it. It's probably my favorite quote. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. I think that is absolutely true. When your body does what you think, what you value doing, it just, it all, your mind, your body, your spirit, when it's all in harmony and it all comes together together, you're just untouchable. You're going to be happy. There's no other way. There's just no other way. And that's how you have to think. So when you're, when what you do today lines up with your values, trust me, your future is going to be fine. Cutting back on social media has just allowed me to be much more appreciative of the present moment. And I also feel a stronger connection to nature and life and my spiritual side, which my spiritual side has just become much stronger over the last year and a half, and that's just been huge, and this just helps push that even further, because now I have even more time to dedicate to unwinding with that spiritual side that I value so much. So let's wrap this up. Again, I want to reiterate, I don't think that social media is inherently evil. Social media is absolutely A wonderful thing when used properly. Filter your feed with things that help you learn, that help you grow, that help you spread love and positivity and make you want to be more productive. We've become so used to consuming, consuming, consuming information and just distracting and overstimulating ourselves all day long that I feel like we don't give our brains enough time to even process anything of importance that much anymore. I feel like it's kind of hindered our way of just retaining information because it's constantly getting flushed with information. And I know from my experience that fucking sucked. I just felt like I was just getting overwhelmed so massively with all this info, even when I was trying to be productive because I would just cram one video after the next, after the next, after the next. And I never just let, things marinate in my mind there's even a great quote by edward osborne wilson that i think really puts this into perspective we are drowning in information while starving for wisdom the world henceforth will be run by synthesizers people able to put together information at the right time think critically about it and make important choices wisely end quote and on top of that i think because we're just being fed answers through our fingertips you know of that device in our pockets at all times it's Taught us to stop thinking for ourselves. We've lost our intuition. It's so hard to let your mind come up with its own ideas and own conclusions nowadays because you just feel like you have the answers right there on Google all the time. So it just feels much more freeing to just let my mind wander and kind of do the work because for me personally, I feel like a lot of answers that we want in life are just kind of inside us already, and we just have to find them. And we just have to come up with our own conclusions that work for us, because it's not universal. Not every solution works for everybody. So finding what works for you is the best thing that you can do. And I think you can only truly do that when you kind of shut out all these answers that you're getting fed and just gather the information, like Osborne said, and just kind of compress it And draw your own conclusions and think critically about the information that you were fed. So try to find balance and beauty in being alone again. Being disconnected. And I think it's all about balance. Everything in life is about balance. If there's one thing I've learned over the last year and a half. Is that balance is constant and essential in every facet of life. That's why I put the yin and yang symbol in the logo for connecting the dots. It's not just some, you know... Trendy thing that I just put in the logo just because I know it means something I put it there because it means balance and I value balance so much I've actually even thought about getting that tattooed somewhere the yin and yang symbol and also speaking of balance That's why I didn't completely drop social media not because there has to be balance But because I just truly believe that I still use social media now in a much more productive Much more mindful way that is enhancing my life now now the way that I consume it there are more pros it's now a a positive tool for my life rather than this thing that was just stripping and draining energy from me like before so if you've been thinking about dropping social media for a while or even are just feeling overwhelmed in general I would really suggest just dropping it even for a couple days or a week and seeing how you feel because for me personally it is hard at first it really is you're gonna it's like, what's the name? Pavlov. Like you just have that instinct to just grab your phone sometimes, like just because your brain's been wired to do that. But once you just go, oh yeah, and just put it down and you just, you got to kind of retrain yourself to put it down and not look at it. Once you do that, I promise you, well, maybe not, maybe it won't work for you. (laughs) But for me, the benefits far outweigh the cons. I don't even think I would say there is a con to me dropping social media. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. So with that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the first episode of the Connecting the Dots podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Hopefully I'll get better at this. So if it wasn't the best episode, then sorry, it is my first after all. So, but hey, we'll get there over time. It'll get better. And, uh, Regardless, I hope you enjoyed. If you're watching on YouTube, please give me a like, give me a subscribe, ring the bell, all that stuff. You know what to do. And if you're listening on Spotify, then please leave me a follow if you haven't already. Ring the bell so you don't miss any episodes. And please give me a rating so that we can push this podcast up further in the algorithm and get it out to more people. And I can hopefully help more people and spread more positivity throughout the world. Because We really need it. (laughs) Thank you guys so much again for listening. And with that, I will see you next Thursday. Have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and a beautiful life.